This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. Today, we answer your questions. Remember, if you have any questions, email us at feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Before we begin, a few announcements. First of all, there's still 25% off all the courses, including coaching and scholarships guide, if you're listening to this before New Year's 2019. Just type in the coupon code, Happy New Year, at checkout, just one word. Uh, go to aviationcareerspodcast.com slash courses, and you can find the scholarships guide, career coaching, and various different technical courses. You know, we're going to start doing more and more of these coupons and uh, sales. It's it's a lot of fun for me. It's it, it's uh, my way of reaching out and trying to get more people involved with this, but also it's uh, it's fun to run these sales. But if you want to find out more about the different things we do, like the coupons and the percentage off, make sure you follow us on Facebook. I post it there. Also on Twitter. But usually the first thing that goes out is our email list. The announcement goes out to the email list. So make sure you sign up for our email list on the right side. And you can learn about all the future promotions and discounts. With that email list, by the way, we send out every time there's an episode, we'll send you an email. And the reason we do that, some people have asked me that, is that inside each episode I have all these links. So I want to make sure that you all get those links and those important links to the different things we discuss in the each episode. Uh, another reason that we put out emails on every episode. I know it's redundant for some of you that actually get it uh, within a podcatcher and you can actually look at the show notes and click on it. But I want to make sure everybody gets all the information. Well, let's get started with some of the questions here uh, for this new year. And again, I'm, I'm so excited because I know that you're going to do something really significant coming up in the new year. I'm excited. We have so many things coming up. Uh, we have many different events. We're doing uh, Sun and Fun, Sebring. Hopefully, I'll be at Oshkosh this year. But we're, have, we're going to be out there, and, and we're also putting out many more videos. Uh, also on uh, Stuck My Gavcast, check out some of those really inspirational videos there too on our YouTube channel. We're starting uh, probably a new YouTube channel of Aviation Careers. Not sure when, where, how, and why, but, but we're going to get it out there. Anyway, here's a question. Comes up, first question is, uh, says, I enjoy your podcast very much. I'm interested in aviation, but don't think I can afford the cost to become a commercial pilot. However, I do have 20 years of experience in property and casualty insurance business. Do you provide guidance on careers in aviation insurance sector? This might be a good way for me to make my love of flying with my professional experience. Thank you. Yes, we do all sorts of coaching uh, on careers. It uh, stems from not just uh, aviation careers, but I do a lot of different career coaching. I, I stick with aviation careers because that's one of my passions, but I love to help people move forward in their career and their life no matter what. So uh, yes, we can help you out. Also, as far as aviation insurance, I do know a lot of people in the aviation insurance business. Uh, you know, if you listen to our other podcast, Stuck Mike Avcast, uh, Victoria Newville, she actually is in that business. As far as trying to plan a career and design a life that, that melds both of your passions, that's very much doable. It's just when we do these coaching sessions, we come together as a team and we we put our both our minds together and we, we try to move forward. Also, if there's something that I don't specifically have expertise in, we have a lot of other coaches that we reach out to to help us there. So yes, we can. Uh, you can find the aviationcareerspodcast.com slash courses for the coaching there or go to our coaching page. 
Uh, another thing people ask is when I'm available for coaching. If you look at our coaching calendar, you can see when you can sign up. Uh, I know we've gotten really busy o- over the holiday season, and in general, we're really busy producing new content, but it's out there if you want some specific coaching advice, like for the interview prep and that type of thing. Next question comes in, says, hello, Carl and company. I know you enjoy updates from your listeners periodically, and I just thought I'd give you mine. I wrote in about a year and a half ago as I was awaiting for my private pilot check ride and about to start my instrument training. As a refresher, I'm 34, 35 at the end of this month, prior enlisted Air Force, and have been working for the last 13 years in the intelligence field. I use my GI Bill to pay for my training through a local college program here at the community college. And I'm pleased to let you know, not only did I pass my private check ride, but my instrument commercial CFI multi add-on as well. Congratulations, by the way, that is so awesome. Additionally, I gave my two weeks notice to my current job on Friday and will be ending a 13 year, six figure career to flight instruct full time at the school I did my training at. I've been instructing on the weekends here and there since I got my CFI back in June to get my feet wet before jumping in the deep end. Since I've known I was putting in my two weeks notice, there's been a roller coaster of emotions ranging from this is amazing to what am I doing with my life? But I've more or less stabilized at here goes nothing. I hope this works out. I'm happy to report that with respect to what you have told listeners with the question about they will know when to make a career change, you really do just know. I have continued to be a faithful listener and have always been excited to see a new episode when I come to the website. To be honest, many of your episodes have kept me going through some of the darker, more frustrating times of flight training while going to school full-time and working full-time. I know there will certainly be more of those in the next year or so while I'm instructing and possibly throughout my whole career, so please don't ever stop doing these. I'm excited for what the future holds and also terrified of leaving a good-paying somewhat stable job and even now I know it's one I just can't do anymore. I will give you another update in another six months or so hopefully where I'll be gamefully employed happy CFI 500 hours or so closer to the dream of becoming an airline pilot. Really appreciate everything your team do. I'm sure you're giving inspiration to so many listeners you don't ever hear from or even know you have. Look forward to meeting you in person one day. Blue skies and tailwinds. Well, thank you so much for that email, and I'm glad you wrote that in because I'm sure it's helping a lot of other people that are doing the same. Six-figure income and been there for many years. It's comfortable. I'm about to make the jump. I did the same thing. I was in my 30s, and people were like, wow, uh, I give you credit for doing this. It's just what you, there's. you have to figure out what do you have to lose. I mean, I know you have to plan if you have a lot of – different uh, responsibilities in your life, such as children, house payments, etc. But it can be done. It's really, it's in your head usually. It's, it really is. And when you start doing a job you love, things really change. I'd love to hear back from you as far as updates, maybe even have you on the podcast someday. Remember at the bottom of the show notes, we actually have a link that tells you how to be a guest on Aviation Careers Podcast. And I think if you have a story and you're listening right now and you think it'll inspire some of the other folks that are listening, I'd really appreciate you helping us out. And I'll interview you. I'm, I'm really a, a nice guy. I won't, I won't make you feel uncomfortable or anything. And it is a recorded interview, so don't worry about messing up and things like that. But your story by you writing in is helping so many people in this podcast. Now, getting back to the other thing you said, I hope to do this until I'm 
too old to get on the microphone and hopefully that won't be for a long time. And I, it really is a wonderful thing to be able to inspire you and everybody else to move forward in their careers. And I'm hoping in this new year, now that it's coming up on 2019 and no matter what it is, if you're listening to this in 2020, 21, you're making a decision to do something new in your career. Maybe you're an airline pilot that's been doing this for a long time. You know, I hear from many folks, I fly with a lot of older airline pilots, meaning older, meaning they're close to retirement, and they're wondering what they want to do with their life. Uh, so this doesn't change. Whether you're 65 or 16, you're going to have these questions throughout the rest of your life. It's time for maybe an encore career. It's time to look at giving back to the community. Do you have to flight instruct? Do you have to fly to do that? Not necessarily. Uh, you can actually go out and, and coach people. You can actually go out and teach in classes. You don't have to be in an airplane to and worry about losing your medical, et cetera. But just get out there and, and start doing something that you think would inspire others. Just by telling your story, it will help someone else. So think about that if you're one of the older listeners or somebody who's uh, getting close to retirement. No matter what you're doing, think about how you can give back. No, and, and you can give back right now. And maybe it's buying an airplane, starting doing relief flights, et cetera. Um, and maybe you have enough in retirement. You don't need to make any more money. Maybe that's what you need to do. So think about those things. But again, thanks for the uh, email. I really appreciate it and love to have you on sometime. I'd like to hear back from you, though. Let us know how things are going. On to the next email. It says, I really enjoy your podcast. I'm a 25-year-old corporate pilot applying to the airlines. My first logbook of 25 hours was stolen. I do have a copy of the form 8710 that shows my hours at the point, commercial check ride. I have an electronic logbook for everything after 250 hours. Is that a good approach? Yes, electronic logbooks are great. But let me tell you this, coming from someone, me, who's actually lost an electronic logbook, I suggest that you do a couple things. Make sure you back up your logbook. What does that mean to back up your logbook? This is me, okay, I know I'm an older guy and I still miss writing logbook entries because it, it was my way of telling a, a life story. This, you know, as someone said, this logbook is, is like a love story. If you love aviation, it talks about that. Sometimes in your electronic logbook, you don't have that ability to show that story. I know there's places you can write things down, that type of thing. But I think it is a good approach, but a couple ways you can back up. Obviously, electronically, uh, uh, and there's many ways to do that. Place it in a Dropbox folder, have a physical copy of it, meaning on a USB drive, lock it away, have it in many different places. The other thing I would suggest you do when you do the electronic copy of your logbook, and this is what I do, I, I export it as a PDF file as if I'm going to actually go out and use it for an interview and I print it and then I take that printed copy I put that away I take the PDF file I save it and then I take another copy of that PDF file I put it in another folder and I save it somewhere else online so I have so many copies of my logbook I, and you think it's excessive but wait till the first time you lose your logbook if someone is listening I know you did uh, so you really need to uh, make sure you have copies of all that another thing you do if you're someone like me as a matter of fact this is gonna sound strange I'm thinking of possibly going back to a written logbook because I'm doing so many different types of flying and I love writing down notes about things and I think it would be a lot of fun uh, one of the other things too I was um, looking through some logbook entries of uh, a family member that's deceased and was a pilot it was so much fun to just read through those accounts of his flying experiences 
And sometimes you do miss out on that, uh, make little, you know, happy faces and that kind of thing. So that was really cool to see. So I'm actually thinking of going back to that. Not so sure. Uh, actually, I'll tell you what, I'd like to hear your opinion. What do you think uh, about going back to an actual paper logbook? And by the way, the paper logbooks that I do have, I make copies of those. And um, by copies, I mean I scan them in. I scan them on a computer and I save them in a folder and I save them in a file. Another thing that I think uh, you really need to do. So what's the common theme here? Back it up. That's the common theme. <laughs> so yes, good idea. Go to electronic logbook, but you know, back it up definitely. Oh, and there's really cool things you can do with new electronic logbooks. You can put in like pictures and things like that uh, and have your route of flight. It's a, it, there's some really cool stuff out there. Uh, so actually, I may even have somebody on that does electronic uh, logbook software and get his opinion. Obviously, he's going to be skewed towards the logbook uh, point of view, but I love, I'm going to do like a, a you know, a devil's advocate with him and just talk there. And I'm sure he'll come on. He's been on the Stuck Mike Avcast before. Anyway, continuing on to the next question. He says, it's been a while since I emailed you last and since I have a fairly substantial career change. I took your advice on taking a step towards your aviation career today to heart. At least three times a week, I would think of ways to connect with someone or search for jobs in general aviation. Turns out by you mentioning my desire to work in aviation whenever someone asks, so where do you work? Or how's the job hunting coming? You can make a lot of unknown connections. I found out my parents' neighbor is a corporate pilot himself, and my uncle has a connection to the owner of a regional airline here in St. Louis. He managed to speak with the owner and landed me an interview where I later accepted the role of AOG, Aircraft on the Ground Coordinator, AOG Coordinator. I'm nervous because this is my first role in aviation ever, so my knowledge is limited. But I'm too competitive and driven to fail, so I know I'll make it work. I suppose I just have one question out of this email update, and that's, have you ever heard of regional airlines giving tuition reimbursement for flight school? If so, are there usually stipulations, like I have to have my private license first? If that's the case, in combination with working for a small airport I mentioned in the first email, to receive a, the employee discount, I could potentially look to getting into the pilot career for as little as $6,000, if my estimations are correct. Again, I love the podcast. I listen to each and every one, even if they don't necessarily pertain to my career path. Well, thanks so much. Um, first of all, tuition reimbursement. Yeah, uh, they'll actually pay for tuition sometimes. A lot of the companies out there, and, and we have some of those in our scholarships guide, a lot of companies now are offering scholarships to employees, and we're starting a whole new section of employee scholarships. Now, what we're doing is we're doing that primarily in the aerospace field. So for for instance, like Honeywell, United, Delta, JetBlue, all those companies that provide scholarships, we're trying to get more and more of those in there because a lot of times I'm finding that the company employees don't really know that there's a scholarship available to those employees. There are so many great ways that you can get money, not just out of there, but tuition reimbursement, Yes, it happens as far as in the flying portion of it. It doesn't happen as often, but it's out there. So uh, as far as the actual airlines doing it, it depends. It depends on the airline you work towards and who you're with. Might want to start looking into some of their programs, uh, not necessarily tuition reimbursement, but paying for your way all the way through, which uh, many of them do. They do reimburse, by the way, uh, in other realms, like if they need somebody real bad, which they do now, they need pilots, 
sometimes they'll pay for your last 100 hours or 50 hours, but that's not really what you're asking right here. It's uh, it's really tuition reimbursement is, is something that many different companies look towards. But what I'd like you to do is ask, just like you said. So always think about something. And I love what you said is, you know, whenever someone asks about, you know, your work and your job hunting, definitely talk about what it is you want to do. Let everybody know what it is you want to do and what your goal is in life. You never know who you're talking to. Just like you mentioned in this email, you have may have no idea who it is that you're talking to. You know, it's interesting you said that because I, you know, I do that uh, Sun and Fun radio, and I had a person on. Uh, the radio, we were talking. He was there for something totally different. Uh, he won an award. As we get talking, it turns out he's the vice president of operations for a large airline. <laughs> and uh, But incidentally, I started working for that company, and it was uh, pretty interesting how that all came about, uh, that interview. And, and like I said, you know, like you said, actually, you never know who you're talking to. So just really, really share your career and your goal with everybody. I know sometimes, like, I'm not sure I want to share my business with everybody, but it's a really good idea, especially when you're trying to network. Thanks for the uh, email, and also let me know how things go. I'd love to hear an update. Next email says, hello, Carl. First of all, thank you every, for everything that you are doing to bring awareness to the aviation career field. I've been listening for five months now and have gained a lot of knowledge due to this podcast. I'm 32, currently a truck driver with an associate's degree in criminal justice. I'm trying to figure out what is the best path for me and my aviation aspirations. I'm willing to live almost anywhere. I have no kids or wife. I can get a job driving anywhere to support me in whatever direction I pursue. I know a bachelor's is important for airlines. So should I, number one, finish my degree online and go to flight school part-time until I finish my bachelor's. Number two, go to school, such as Polk State, OSU, MTSU, etc., and get an aviation degree with some flight hours. Also, would going to the National Guard or Air National Guard help my chances of securing an opportunity at the major? Any advice and or recommendations would be very helpful. Thank you for what you do, and God bless. Well, I appreciate the email. Uh, let's let's you know pull this apart. First of all, your degree. You really don't need a degree to get started with the regional airlines. I know we talk about having a bachelor's degree that makes you competitive for the major airlines, and that's where you want to go. So I, my suggestion is you're getting older. You need to start flying. You, you, if you have all the degrees in the world, you're not going to get hired with an airline. You have to have flight time. So first of all, the priority should be flight time. The next priority is finishing that degree. They can be done at the same time. But number one, flight time. Number two, uh, look at finishing up your degree. And you can do, like, if you're into the, one of those programs, you can do them both at the same time. That's terrific. If you can swing it financially, I would suggest that. If you can't, keep working. You know, maybe you can keep driving, et cetera, uh, and go out there and go to one of these schools while you're driving. Uh, so really, that's, a, that's the most important thing is get the flight time in. Also, you mentioned the, the National Guard, Air National Guard. As far as your chances of uh, securing an opportunity at a, at a major, the only thing that that would help you with is the fact that there's an initiative to help or to hire uh, people that are veterans in the United States and veterans in general. And one of the things you, that might, you might get in the door quicker because of that, but that's, uh, it's a huge commitment. Uh, you'll probably spend a lot more time going through the training, et cetera, and then getting into the Air National Guard. 
which could be spent getting your ratings, getting your degree. You're 32 years old, need to start moving on with your career. So I'd highly suggest that. Uh, and you know, keep going the way you're going. I'm not saying don't get involved in the Air National Guard. I think those are terrific things, but that might actually increase your amount of time to get to the majors. Yes, it does look good. If you're already in, terrific. That's a wonderful thing. Um, but if the one thing to look at, though, is in the future being able to get some reimbursements for ratings, et cetera. Uh, but again, if you're any, if you're listening and you trying to decide what to do. And the most important thing is get that flight time in and start flying. You can do your degrees online. We've had many people here who finished up their degrees online. Uh, going to a school, uh, college is a great thing because you're around aviation all the time. Instead of you having to go out and network, the network comes to you. That's the really cool thing is the network comes to you. Uh, so getting involved in the collegiate aviation program, Many people in the aviation business, they gravitate towards that. Remember, I was talking about people wanting to give back. You know, look at me. I mean, I love being at the college and helping out and doing interview prep and things like that for the students at the college. There's a lot of other pilots out there and a lot of other people in the aviation and aerospace industry that do that, and they're there at the college level. So uh, no matter what you do, flight time, degree, and you'll move forward in your career so quickly and be so happy that you have that you're just going to look back and say, wow, gosh, I didn't realize it just went by that quickly. It really does. It moves by quickly. And I'm just glad you made the decision. And that's the biggest thing. You know, we're heading into the new year. And uh, I really appreciate this email. I like all the emails. And if you have an email, obviously, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on. If you have a story to tell, you're somebody that has something that might inspire some of the other folks that are listening, I'd like to have you on and talk to you. It's a very conversational type of, of interview. Uh, we don't do too many hard questions. We usually go over things and, and make sure that we keep your privacy, and, you know, especially in your job, current job. It's really important to keep that certain things private. Um, you know, we talk about being transparent, and this is true in anything in your life. It's true in your social media. It's good to be transparent, but there are certain things that are very personal and private that you have to keep to yourself. And I think that's important also in these interviews. But we want to hear from you. We want to hear your story. I can read it here. Feedback at Aviation Careers Podcast. Also look at the link below on how to be a guest on Aviation Careers Podcast. I'd love to have you on. This is the new year. This is the time that a lot of people make resolutions. Well, you know, we should make a resolution every single day. And that resolution is this. What is it that I can do right now to move forward in my career. That's what your resolution should be every single day. Just to take one step, one small step towards your career goal. Don't do it January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, whatever. Do it every single day. Make that resolution. I want you to print it out. I want to put it, I want you to put it on a piece of paper. We're actually having t-shirts made up. Take one step towards your career goal. And that's what I want you to do no matter what it is all year long. Take that step. It's very important to me. I want to see you succeed. I want to hear about your success. Well, folks, Happy New Year. I can't wait to talk to you in 2019. It's going to be an exciting new year. It's going to be exciting for me because we have many more things coming up. Uh, we have some more products. Uh, we've, well, oh, I can't make this announcement. Um, let's just say that there's a new um, 
studio that's going to be helping us with some of our videos. I can't really mention who it is. I, there, there's some privacy issues right now, but in the future, they're coming up, but we're partnering with somebody and we're going to start doing some many more videos in our classes. We're going to kick it up a notch in the year 2019. And you know what? I want you to kick it up a notch too. I want you to take that next step in your career goal. We're going to take the next step to help you in your career goal. Well, folks, safe flying. Talk to you next episode. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler, all rights reserved.